If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Hopeful Hints, hosted by Dr. Tara, guides and supports those on the often challenging and isolating journey of women's health concerns and infertility. There's a particularly powerful episode that you should check out called All Things Endometriosis, which dives deep into understanding the condition to help the many women who suffer from endometriosis and have no idea they have it, and healthcare providers who are uneducated about it, making the diagnosis process so difficult. Check out Hopeful Hints on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, Dr. Noella West. How are you today? I'm well. How are you, Miss Wendy? I'm doing well. I'm so excited about our discussion today. All right. I'm I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yes, (laughs) yes. So why don't we start off by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself? Since I do know you, I had the pleasure of uh, speaking with you prior to our discussion today, and you are amazing. So tell the people how amazing you are. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Um, So um, I am a doctoral prepared nurse practitioner. So they call me Dr. West. Um, I'm also an adjunct faculty for two of the major universities here um, locally um, for the University of Tampa, as well as the University of South Florida, um, teaching in their nurse practitioner uh, program. Um, I've been working and currently working in the hospital at a level one trauma center for about 26 years. I've started at a Um, as a nurse tech going through nursing school and have kind of worked my way up um, for my bachelor's of nursing, for my master's of nursing um, and nurse practitioner, as well as now my my doctorate. So um, I have had a journey and I've been there, done that. So I can definitely talk and speak on experience, uh, definitely firsthand. So um, just trying to create a change in the world. I know that's very blase that everyone says, but truly, I do believe in that because the people and the nursing students and the nurse practitioner students and those that I treat, whether it's the patient or family, they're going to be taking care of me one day. So I want to be able to make a a footprint to really make a difference and and educate. So that's why I'm here. Amazing. So we are very similar in the the terms of our um, nursing journey. I started off as a CNA as well, working in the ER and and long-term care, and then really just moved up, uh, you know, bachelor's, master's, and I will have my doctorate too next year. All right. Um, Dr. Mayo in the house. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you know, you said something so interesting about making a change and what I heard is impact in the world. And I think it's interesting how we get there. I think because through nursing school, it's all about getting out of nursing school and you think just bedside. But now where we are in our career, we see it differently. 
Um, how do you think we can get nurses there sooner to really understand the power they have to make impact in the world, not only at the bedside? I think that's an all-around system. I think right now a lot of the structure in um, education is all about, which is very important, the foundations, um, knowing the anatomy and the physiology and you know, knowing how to um, kind of chart and deal with, with patients. But they really don't look at the realm of the characteristics. Um, I think we need to really have that inclusion, um, exclusion, diversity type of cultural education part and peace within that nursing realm. Um, I, it's easy to say, but when they actually get to that role, it's, it, it is a little scary. You know, you're actually treating patients. The patients and families are asking you information. The physicians, the the nurse practitioners are asking you things. So you're, you're kind of at that bedside where you feel like you're making that decision, but yet you might not be, be confident in, in doing so. So I think we really need to have the characteristic in that, in that education piece. Yeah. And you being a professor, I would love to get your take on diversity, equity, and inclusion, which you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we, as a profession, really uh, make that part of the foundation in in nursing education. Um, I know personally, I did some um, presentations on the survey that the ANA released about the National Commission um, on Racism in Nursing. Mm -hmm. And many of the nursing students, Dr. West, had no idea that that commission exists, nor that those results are available in the public domain. Mm -hmm. So what can we do as a profession to really solidify that in terms of not just a presentation or webinar, but make it part of the foundation, the curriculum? I think we need to be, and myself as an educator, that's something that I need to be an an advocate. You know, I need to be sitting at at the table making those decisions when it comes to the curriculums. Um, And I know there's, it might be considered very, you know, forefront and maybe politically touchy at some times, but baby steps are better than no steps at all. So whether they add it to the curriculum or whether I somehow incorporate that myself when I'm teaching students. So I think those areas, whatever that we can get in, fit in. So I think that's very important. So, but I think that's a very good point that you brought that up because a lot of people do not know about that survey. So I think that's, that's, that's a great idea. Yeah, and you also bring up something very important, having a seat at the table, but also you personally being a Black doctoral prepared nurse, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can bring that into your curriculum. But as we know, we both know that we are not represented in academia. Um, So, you know, it has to be some sort of change in policy or, you know, higher ed, they don't do anything unless it's mandated, right? First of all, right. Right. <laughs> so <Exactly>. ANCC <laughs> or someone that needs to uh, look at this. And I'm only saying that because of the time we're in now. I think this is a time where we can really make shifts right. to make change. Mm-hmm. And um, that kind of brings me to my next point of, you know, how we met. I, I know you are um, a professor, you're, you're in the clinical realm, but you're also a businesswoman. So talk to us a little bit about what you're doing in the entrepreneurial, uh, entre- <laughs> yeah, starting yeah. your own business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, I, I thank you. Um, I actually um, was advised that, you know, I'm, we educate as nurses, we educate. 
we foster the education between the family members. Sometimes we're that social worker, we're that nurse, we're that counselor, we're a little bit of, of kind of everything. So I thought my bigger impact on, on the community would, would be to create messaging um, that resonate with women, uh, nursing, healthcare as a whole, heck, the, the, the community um, that's comprised mostly of women being that caretaker. So I wanted to be a speaker, create messaging with all women living their best um, and helping them reinvest in themselves, whether it's educating themselves, promoting self-advocacy, supporting one another, um, fostering a connection to women that are that is thought provoking, intelligent. So a speaker um, tailored to women topics. So whether it's heart awareness, um, brain health, stress management, resilience and some other themes that are correlated to the physiological um, part of women. Um, a lot of times women do outlive men. Uh, we're the caretakers, we're the mother, we're the grandmama, we're, we're the nana, we're, we're the bit mama. We're doing all of this, but we're not taking care of ourselves. So as a speaker, I, I really want to get more involved in the community when it comes to women just taking charge of their own lifestyle, of their own you know, support. Um, so by doing that, um, I'm actually creating messaging and doing some, some podcasts, um, recently did one for uh, women warriors, which are truck drivers who are all women. So it was some health concerns about women. So I think women is a very key part of this society, of this world. Um, so being a speaker would definitely do that. So that's, that's, that's my other footprint that I would love to leave. I think speaking is so powerful. Um, I really didn't discover speaking probably a year ago, but we've been doing it, right? As professionals, yes. we think of like presenting, right? But right. it's really speaking and it's so powerful that um, we're able to create our own messaging yes. based on what we you know, see fit for society. So women are, are so pivotal in this world. As you know, we give life. Yes. Right. So yeah. we definitely yes. need to take care of ourselves. And I think people are so like tired of hearing about self-care, but self-care is, is really life. That's your lifeline, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's been saturated just, you know, in terms of this pandemic. But um, aside from speaking, how else do you help uh, women in, in society? Um, I actually um, not only try to be an, an advocate when it comes to health promoting, but also um, as, as, as a nurse practitioner, we've been through that realm. Um, so I think the role transition from a nurse to a nurse practitioner, to a provider, to that higher level of, of education is what I would love to actually do. Um, so I'm putting on a, an actual workshop on May 21st with a, a boot camp with that role transition from a nurse to a national nurse practitioner. So right now as nurses, we feel like we're at the foot of the bed. As a nurse practitioner, we're now at the head of the bed. So we need to have that, that self-confident and actually having that role transition. And as a person who's been through it, and I know you probably have experienced it well, that we don't know how to, how to, how to do that. We have a lot of hats, we take it off, we take it on, but we don't have that transition in getting there. So, you know, doing this boot camp, I think I would help that role transition, being more, more, more confident, just being, you know, stronger in our health field as providers. We're not mid-levels. I don't consider myself as a, as a mid-level. So I do not answer to that and neither should anyone else. We are actual healthcare providers with a license 
So we need to practice to our full ability. Absolutely. So you are helping nurses in a, at a pivotal moment, right? So mm-hmm. nurses are into a transitioning into the NP role, right. uh, where there's a huge gap there, and you're doing a boot camp on May 21st. Yes. What, what can uh, nurses expect um, at this boot camp? So the workshop on May 21st is actually, I'm sorry, the 22nd is actually free. The actual- okay, sorry, hold on. I'm, I'll edit this. It's You're having a, a workshop, but then the boot camp is later, right? Correct. Okay. All right. Okay. So what can nurses expect at this workshop on May 21st? Um, the workshop is actually going to be a little bit of a teaser for the two-day boot camp that we're doing in June, June 4th and 5th. So we're going to be talking about the, the top five struggles that new nurse practitioners have, whether it's trying to get that job, trying to get the interview, the basic concept of doing a CV or resume, what is the actual difference in that? Um, also, what is the transition role? You know, how do you, how do you ask for your salary? What are your negotiation tactics? So it's going to be filled with things within that hour, but that two day is really going to give you more of the meat of the whole concept. So I'm hoping that more people really listen to that. Ooh, that sounds very interesting. A teaser. <laughs> All right. Yes. No, yes. I love that. And how can people register if they're interested in attending? Um, they can go to my website, which is www.noellacwest. That's N as in Nancy, O-E-L-L-A, west.com. All right. Very cool. I love that. Yeah, I think it's so um interesting because I'm thinking about my journey from nurse to nurse practitioner mm-hmm. where I don't remember having any support really just you know getting the job and having a mentor right, right. a preceptor assigned to me mm-hmm. but outside of that uh yeah I didn't really have any guidance or, or structure but definitely needed because I think it will uh propel them quicker into the career where we can get them on that side, the head of the bed, as you say, but really that, that impact and just thinking about themselves differently. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And after the bootcamp, I'm actually going to be offering a mentor, a six month mentoring group session. So this will be something that we can continue to not only network with other people, but also grow within your career path. So I'm going to be offering some coaching as well. So I think that's something that I really would have invested in if I had that bike then. So I want to be able to give back and provide that experience, that that group, that discussion, that that lively um, questions that they may have at real time. So, yeah. yeah. And I think we need to try to change the mindset of nurses, too, because we don't really know the power of investing in ourselves. Yeah. And. We need to because you're investing in things that you will have for a lifetime. Like this program, I'm sure mm-hmm. you are going to be providing them with gems that they can, you know, utilize for for a lifetime. But our minds are not programmed that way. So right. I think anyone who's listening to this mm-hmm. and even thinking about it, definitely register. Yes. Uh, go to the the workshop, the teaser, and and boot camp. <laughs> um, but there's so much power in mentorship. So I kind of want to go there. What um, what was the most 
beneficial aspect of, of you having a mentor and who was that mentor in, in your life? I actually had a very good, and she was an African-American woman. She was a director at that time, but now she has moved up to be an actual VP. So of course I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. So she actually was my, my, my mentor. Um, she was also a bedside nurse. She became a manager. Um, and then she just kind of propelled throughout the healthcare system. So that was something that I dreamed of doing, whether or not it might not have been manager, but just the, the fact that I saw her grow. She was professional. She knew how to handle herself. She knew how to talk to people. She knew how to educate those. Um, I, I just find that very refreshing to see other women excel, no matter what it is. So I think that was something that really touched me. And I think because not only her, but when I was in, in nursing school, let me tell you a story about this. I know this is off track, but when I was in nursing school, I had a military nurse. She was from the military. That was her training. So she educated. She really encouraged me to get through the nursing program as well. I was very, you know, I was the only African-American period within that program. Um, but I felt kind of down because I was making B's, a couple of C's within that area. Um, but strong clinically just the education part. I mean, just, just the studying, just the stress of it. You know, I had a, a, a brand new baby and, you know, it was just the whole thing. And I know with your realm of being stress solutions and, and, and the, and the blueprint, I know you can probably relate, but she told me one day during my clinical rotation that I would rather have a C student who knew what was going on with my body and educated and know what's going on clinically than a book smart person who doesn't have any common sense. So woo, that right there, that said, okay, I got hope. <laughs> so no matter what goes on, we all have, have stressors. And I know with this pandemic that you brought up, you know, that, that self-care isn't like you said, what things have been said. You really need to do that because we're still busting at, 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 at the scenes with the hospital, you know, with people not taking care of themselves. So that person as a mentor, those two strong African-American ladies really helped me. So I, I think that right there was so pivotal that I probably would not be here today. I, I don't, I really don't know what I would be doing. Yeah, no, that you said a couple of things, uh, the whole clinically strong, but not book strong. I remember, and you know, when I was in nursing school, the students who were book smart had a hard time in clinical mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and vice versa, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. like, I think of like common sense, like some, some people have it. <laughs> but my grandmama said common sense ain't common, baby. Right. So you got to right. learn how to deal with it. <laughs> Big mama has some wise words, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, so true. So true. And, and you know, the thing is that we are in the middle of a, a global pandemic, as everyone knows, mm -hmm. but we are also in crisis mode in, in nursing. You know, yes. it, it is a national nursing shortage crisis yes. where people are not taking care of themselves. Um, and I think it's important for us to take care of ourselves, but also have institutions hold them accountable for taking care of, of employees, not only nurses, but healthcare uh, professionals, because we need those mentors. Like yeah, these yeah. nurses coming in now, like, you know, even, you know, your audience, the new nurse practitioners or nurses thinking about going into that profession, you really need someone to help you navigate that. So I That's think, right. you know, 
what you're doing, you are that, uh, you're filling that gap, which is so needed now because in the hospital, that preceptor or clinical mentor, I'm not sure what they're calling them these days, but they can only give you so much. Right. Because, <laughs> because they're, they're exhausted too. <laughs> right. Right. So, so it just speaks to the need of what you're doing. And I think people listening have to think about it that way. When you yeah. think about investing in yourself, right. And investing in your development, like think about how, you know, how tough school was like nursing school yeah. was, was crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they don't have a family because you, I mean, I mean, that's, that's just icing on it. So, you know, you have your child then you have your husband who's another child, uh, yeah. sorry, uh, on some cases, <laughs> you have a house full of children. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love my husband. So if he sees this, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you have stress. I mean, and you being the, the guru of that, you know, with healthcare now, and not only healthcare, but all, all realms that people are actually leaving, but the stress in, in, in healthcare, I actually read that it was 60% of people are reporting more emotional exhaustion working in, in the healthcare. You know, some of them are having post-traumatic stress disorders because of the pandemic, whether or not they're treating patients or their own family members has also had some, some sort of experience. So that work life crossing over into personal life is very, is very real. So, you know, we got to be able to kind of deal with that because their energy is actually depleted, you know, and it pees on people's critical thinking, you know, the high stress level can, can actually affect a nurse's health, the well being. of course, they know that by just listening to, to your podcast and, and what you do. So you know, it's, it's important that self-advocacy is the big word, but I know it's thrown around a lot, but we really need need to look into that. Yeah. I mean, nurses are stressed. We have been stressed before the pandemic. The pandemic has just amplified that. Uh, A&A did a survey recently where it was like, I think over 9,000 nurses uh, they interviewed. And I think over 60% of them were like stressed and, and overwhelmed. But mm-hmm. I think when we say stress, I think as a society, we normalize that word, right? Yeah, I agree. But, but don't really understand the impact that stress can have on us. Um, and you brought up a good point about that whole critical thinking. It definitely impacts the brain, mm-hmm. which impacts your ability to practice safely. Right, right. So th- that should definitely be a motivator for people to want mentors, to, to help reduce their stress. And I think when you talk about self-care, people have to define what that means to yeah. them. Yeah. Um, because everyone's just saying self-care self, but it means something to something different depending on who you're talking to. So I think it's important for people to define that themselves. Exactly. Um, so now that we're talking about like self-care and stress, what do you do um, for self-care or stress management? Let's see, I either soak in my bath because I have a new garden bathtub. So believe it or not, that 101, I have some lavender drops. I have some good old Epsom salt and some baking soda. And I sit in the bathtub. So that's one of my number one things. I do that quite often. So I'm pretty sure my water bill is going to be very high, but who cares? Um, (laughs) I also like to just like relax. I like to I'm not a big reader because I read journals all of the time. So my leisurely is watching Netflix, watching something funny, watching action to kind of release 
some of that stress, but I think just the relaxation. Now, some people like to be physical. Some people probably exercise. I try to do that. Definitely. Um, some people read, some people, you know, love being with their grandchildren, their, their children. I do love my family, but I need that personal quiet time. So that's what I do personally. Yeah, no, that's amazing. It's important to identify Mm -hmm. what helps you, you know, so what's your go-to and then how long has it been since you actually, you know, invited it in? Right. Um, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but that's one thing I do with like, you know, uh, my clients, it's really identifying the gap because once you have the time, you can think about it, right? So like I just asked you, like you had time to think about it. Now, you know, people just don't have time to think because they're just going. They're just constantly going, constantly on. So good point. Yeah. 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 So uh, Dr. West, if there was one thing you can say to a new nurse who is ready to give up, um, you know, being a nurse in the profession was thinking about going to school to be an NP, but it's like, "Mm, I don't think so. Uh Who would you tell her? I would say you have to do it for yourself and not anyone else. Whatever you may be going through, you have to be stronger than whatever your situation is. So overall, this has to be about you and for you. Nobody else can make that decision. Yes. No, that's amazing. Um, and before we wrap up, can I take you through a quick rapid fire? Okay. <laughs> Shoot off. <laughs> Hopefully you're not going to stress me out either. <laughs> it's supposed to be fun, not stressful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So wellness means? Wellness means taking care of yourself. I know I'm stressed when? I'm short with others. My go-to stress management solution is, besides your lavender soak? Singing. Listening to music. Are you a singer? In the bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) Or in the choir. I'm not leading a song now, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we, we, won't, we won't we won't put you on the spot. Okay. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Um, okay, one thing I learned about myself during the pandemic is I'm very nurturing. If I can go anywhere in the world, I would visit Italy because I want to eat anything Italian. Yes, Italy's beautiful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah. I love, I love One word that describes you is? Caring. Why? Because at times I think I will put others before myself. Um, that could be good. That could be bad if it's too much. Um, but I came to this profession because of caring. And I saw my grandmother take care of my grandfather who had a stroke. That was so caring. Nothing was said just heard her demonstration alone. So I think caring. That's amazing. And this may lead to my last question. Mm -hmm. The impact I want to leave on this world is. That Noella has actually changed my life in some sort of direction. Mm, Just want to touch people. Yes. That is amazing. 
That is amazing. Well, Dr. West, thank you so much for being here. We will definitely have to have you back because I want to know how the boot camp's going and, okay. and the program. So please, right. if you're listening to this, please uh, register. Please tell them where to find you so they can register for the workshop. It's www.noellacwest.com. So come on in, come on in, tell others. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Are you feeling stressed or overwhelmed in your personal or professional life? If like so many of us, the answer is yes. Register for the free stress solution series to learn how to craft your very own personalized stress blueprint. Secure your spot at www.stresssolutionseries.com. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Between episodes, you can follow the Nurse Wellness Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Before you go, I would love to share a free mindfulness ebook with you. Go to stressblueprint.com backslash 35 and download your free copy. Until next time, go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Hopeful Hints, hosted by Dr. Tara, guides and supports those on the often challenging and isolating journey of women's health concerns and infertility. There's a particularly powerful episode that you should check out called All Things Endometriosis, which dives deep into understanding the condition to help the many women who suffer from endometriosis and have no idea they have it and healthcare providers who are uneducated about it, making the diagnosis process so difficult. Check out Hopeful Hints on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.